Great to have you here. Today is such an interesting topic because so often we don't even realize we're giving away our power at work. And I think today, just thinking about where do we create self-induced boundaries? What are situations in which we're giving away our power? And how do we work to slowly gain the momentum to take some of that power back? Welcome to Career Strategies for Women That Work with me, JJ DiGeronimo. In each podcast, I design the format to share insights, tools, and inspiration for you to gain the momentum you need to catapult in the direction you desire. With this, you can find show notes in the description. Let's get started. I'm really glad you're here today because giving away your power at work can really stifle you in your career path. And I think for many of us, taking a good look of how we show up in different meetings, on different projects, or even with different people will be very insightful because many of the times when I've given away my power, I didn't even realize it. Actually, a few people had pointed it out to me. So hopefully I'll share a couple stories and some suggestions for you to take a look not only about how you show up, but also maybe help a few people in the workplace that may be struggling with some of the same challenges that I've struggled with and you may be struggling with too. That could be dampening our light and our potential. So first and foremost, you're not going to be surprised by the first one because I know you've heard many people do this before and it may even be you. How many times have you been in a meeting or on a conference call or even one-on-one where someone over-apologizes? They apologize for being late. They apologize for being early. They apologize for not bringing enough paper. Whatever it may be, many times People that we encounter in the workplace over-apologize. And I often see this more in women than in men. In fact, sometimes I would like more men to apologize, but they don't as often as women. But I even find myself saying, oh my gosh, I'm sorry. Or, you know, oh, I should have brought that. I'm sorry I didn't bring that. Or, oh, I should have said that. I'm sorry. I really have had to mind myself and my comments, especially with the word, I'm sorry. When I really think about it, am I sorry or am I just trying to be overly nice? So maybe over the next week or so, if this is not something you struggle with, maybe help out somebody else in the workplace that may be over apologizing because it happens all too often. And in fact, I observe many executive meetings and it's interesting because when people come in that are not of equal level, I see people of lower levels apologizing. And one of the more common things I hear is at the end of the meeting, does anyone have anything else to say or does anyone want to contribute? And oftentimes someone will raise their hand and say, I'm sorry, I just want to, or hey, uh, do you mind if I just contribute? Or uh, yeah, uh, I just wanted to say, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to take any more time, but can I just, we're asking for permission to contribute. And so I think for many of us, When we do this or we see other people doing this, unfortunately, that gives our power away, our energy away. It's like watching the energy come out of your body and push it across the room to somebody else. So if you are somebody who over-apologizes, start to keep a little dash on your desk of all the times you hear yourself say, I'm sorry. And if you're lucky and don't have this challenge and you see another high potential woman in the office that's over apologizing, maybe mentor her 
or him and suggest that, you know, you don't need to apologize. You can just state your question or ask a question or make a statement. And I think for many of us, bringing that attention to the forefront helps us not only get more confident in our delivery, but also gives us permission to share our thoughts without first apologizing, which in many cases takes our power away. Now, when you think of this, sometimes you might not make the connection to self-induced boundaries. I sure didn't. But I realized after doing research for my first book and definitely my second book, self-induced boundaries happen all the time. In fact, many great women have held themselves back from making a difference. And in an article by John Bates, Women Say No, he shares a particular story about the origination of TED Talks. And when they started TED Talks, they asked 10 men and 10 women to share their knowledge, share their expertise. I'm sure you won't be surprised, but nine men said yes, and nine women said no. Now, of course, there can be many reasons why women said no, but just think about that for a minute. Nine men said yes, and nine women said no. I think for many of us, we want to be incredibly prepared We want to make sure we've crossed every T and dotted every I before we put ourselves on the stage. But unfortunately, sometimes you cannot be 100% prepared. And oftentimes that really stifles you from creating additional self-efficacy, which I talk about a few podcasts back about leaping from imposter syndrome to self-efficacy. It's interesting because we are so eager to be so perfect that we often stifle our own professional growth because we don't feel ready. Sure, it can be completely intimidating to go on stage in front of hundreds and hundreds of people, but what are you doing now that you've been invited to participate that you've held yourself back? Have you been tapped on the shoulder to take a promotion? Have you been asked to participate in a board or to even take on a new project? How many of you have said, yes, I can do that, even though you don't feel 100% prepared? And now how many of you have probably said, oh, no, this is not the right time or this is not the right opportunity for me? Now, sure, there could be situations where it's not the right opportunity, but research shows that women hold themselves back twice and sometimes three times as much as men do in the workplace. Now, this could be because of all the things we have to do outside of work but some of us are just afraid. We're afraid to step out there in fear of looking silly or foolish. And I think if you dive deeper into this research, not only about the women invited for the TED Talks, but even women invited to take on the next level in their organization. In many circumstances, they often convince themselves they're not ready, which is what I categorize as self-induced boundaries. Holding yourself back, even though you're being invited to participate. Now, how often have you been invited and you've declined it? And now looking back, you're thinking, gosh, I probably shouldn't have declined that opportunity. I could have done it. I had the skills. Or the person that got invited after you accepted it and that you could have done just as good a job, if not better. These are the times you really need to think about giving your power away. Because when somebody is inviting you to participate and you're declining, you're essentially giving your power away to shine. 
You may not be someone who apologizes, but maybe you don't step into the opportunity. So number two is redirecting opportunities. Are you redirecting them to other people, even though you were initially asked to participate? I think for many of us, we don't really consider this giving away your power. But when you think about it, over the length of your career, this could really stifle your potential and possible impact. So take a little note right now and say, I will not create self-induced boundaries. I will not create self-induced boundaries. When I am asked to take on the next step or present or show up in a new way, I will explore that because somebody sees something in me that I might not see in myself. So as we discuss ways that you may be giving your power away at work, Think about not only yourself, but other women in your organizations, other women in your network. Are they over-apologizing? Are they redirecting opportunities? If this content will help them, be sure to share it in your own way or the link, because I feel like so many of us are really out on our own island trying to make a difference, trying to make an impact, but oftentimes we don't have the constructive feedback and guidance necessary to sort of allow us to step into our next level of potential. With this, I'll be back with the third way that we give away our power. Thanks for joining us and stay tuned. Our referral sponsor for today's episode is Greenlight. The Greenlight app was introduced to me by my 12-year-old son who was waiting weeks to get paid for his chores. Out of pure frustration, he found the Smart Debit Card app for kids that makes it easy for me to pay him for his chores and teach him how to make smart financial decisions. If you too are looking for an easy way to pay your kids and give them money that you can monitor and teach them at the same time, check out Greenlight. I put a link in the show notes that will give you $10 and us $10 for making it easy to streamline payments to our kids. Thank you, Greenlight. This topic of giving your power away at work was not something that was ever presented to me. I hardly ever saw it in the books I was reading, and I definitely did not have any mentors or sponsors discuss it with me. But now in hindsight, when I look back at my own career and I see so many women in their careers, it becomes more obvious to me that oftentimes we are not standing in our light, which is not surprising because the organizational structure of most organizations really tends to lean to a more masculine energy. And I think for many of us women, we're trying to figure out how to fit in. And sometimes we do things that aren't really aligned to who we are. Sometimes we over-apologize, sometimes we decline opportunities, and other times we just downright give away our power. In fact, when I was in probably 15 years of my career, I had traditionally always been in more technical roles, but I wanted to be closer to home. I was pregnant and I didn't want to be on the road every single week as I had been for over a decade and a half. Luckily, I had some great guys in my network that gave me the opportunity to take on a sales role. Now, that wasn't really something I'd ever done in the past, but I had been in many sales meetings that they had seen, you know, she probably can sell. So they gave me a quota and a bag and some material and I was off to the races. But what I didn't realize during the time is that when I moved into that sales role, I left my confidence back in my technical roles. And so I was fine when I was meeting with customers by myself, but anytime that I brought my boss in or my boss's boss, both having decades of experience in sales, I felt incredibly intimidated. 
And oftentimes when I was in meetings with them, especially in my first year, I would give away my power so quickly. So a customer would ask me a question that I maybe had answered many times before, but now that my boss was in the room with me or his boss was in the room with me, I felt small. I felt ridiculous. I felt like I didn't know what I was doing. And so I would deflect, deflect the question, deflect the opportunity to shine. And I would quickly say, oh, John can answer that or Bob can answer that or Tom can answer that. Even though I had the answer, I didn't want to look ridiculous and I didn't want to say the wrong answer. And so there are often times in your career when you're in roles or you're in rooms or on projects that you don't have the same level of confidence because it's really not in your sweet spot that you may deflect answering or participating because you feel like you don't know everything you need to know. And I didn't realize at the time that I was giving away my power, not only in front of my customers, but also in front of my leaders that really didn't see me as a leader because I was often deflecting, even though I pretty much knew the answer, at least 80% of the answer. So when you're in opportunities that you don't feel as confident as others, how do you handle those situations? Are you giving away your power in those situations? In preparation for this, I was talking to a few male executives and they said, you know, it's so interesting because when I think of men and women in the workplace, you know, there really isn't much difference between skill and intelligence. Oftentimes it comes down to confidence. And I have to agree because I've experienced this firsthand that when I don't feel confident, I often give away my power. So really think about the different projects, roles, opportunities that you're involved with at work. How many of them do you stand in your light or stand in your power? And how often do you over-apologize or redirect questions or just downright give away your power? I, of course, would love to hear your stories, or if you have a particular situation you'd like to talk through, you can always reach out to me. But as we wrap this up, I just want to share one more tip that may be helpful as I was putting together my notes. In addition to the three things I've already mentioned, one other way you could be giving away your power at work is accepting too much responsibility, too many projects, being the yes person in the office, anything that comes your way, you say yes to. Sometimes when you take on too much responsibility, you dilute your impact because you're so busy, focused on too many things, you deliver all the time, and you're really not in your area of focus or your zone of genius, as Gay Hendricks would say in his book, Big Leap. And I think for many of us, really thinking about what you're taking on, what you're saying yes to. And if you go back to my second podcast, Aligning Your Yeses, This podcast has a worksheet that gives you a chart to really help you decide where you should be focusing your time and your energy. And I encourage you to go back and take a look, download the worksheet, because you could struggle with the amount of power you have or lack of it if you are spreading yourself too thin. So hopefully this podcast has given you some real tools you can use to not only Be aware of how you might be giving away your power, but allowing you to step more into your light and the energy and the momentum that you have within. And sometimes it's just about making small tweaks to really create some momentum and acceleration for where you want to have additional impact. 
So thank you so much again for joining me this week. And if you have topic ideas, love to hear them. And be sure to check out the show notes for the links, not only for this podcast, but others that also include worksheets and guides that you can take with you. Until next time, have a great week.